Northern Brewer is the proud sponsor of the Brewing Network's Jamil Show. They have the widest selection of domestic and imported malts and grain, hops from all over the world, and a full line of liquid and dry yeast. No matter what style of beer you're brewing, Northern Brewer has the ingredients you need, plus fast shipping and expert staff to help you make the best beer possible. Please visit northernbrewer.com for all things homebrew. All homebrewers have a favorite commercial beer, but not everyone can make it. Welcome to the show that teaches you how, where you can challenge two masters, Jamil Zainashev and Tasty McDole. This is the Jamil Show. Can you brew it? Now here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Hi, everybody. <laughs> That's the kind of excitement we're going to be bringing to the NHC this year. We're going to do it big up at the NHC. We're going to really yeah. be a big deal there. San Diego. We're going to do any shows? We should, we should do a Canyon Brew show. Oh, absolutely. I, I just plan assume. To bring, I plan to bring the Arrogant Bastard there, right into, uh, their, into its home turf. I think that's oh. a good idea. And uh, get the public to vote on it. Yes. That's a good one. We'll show those guys. Right. Sneak attack. So we could do uh, a ballast point too, and use Yusef while we're oh, down there. Oh, mm, nice Yusef one, good Charney. idea. Mm-hmm. There's a couple. It, San Diego is a good place for, yeah, for beer, so there's a couple <laughs> choices. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ale Smith, Green Flash, all these guys are right there. Too. Right, yeah. right. Port mm-hmm. Brewing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Plus, there's a lot going on. Maybe, Maybe we, got, we should do a new beer. There's so much going on. We could do a heretic clone by then. Oh, <laughs> well, we already got a request. That'd be funny. In. You did, yeah. See if Chad can, for, for Taffle Bully. See if Chad can do oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. well, we haven't brewed it yet. Oh, no, but it's going to be great. I know it's going to be great. <laughs> Give me the recipe. Can you brew it? What's great about that is, you know, if the if the homebrew version comes out better than the heretic version, <laughs> Jamil, you'll be like, great. That's our new version. Right. We'll do that next time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Recipe change. Right. No, uh, I actually just uh, recently did a uh, like a pilot batch of the Taffel Bully. Turned out great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited pass, about pass that. Pass over here, will you? Going to be a great beer. Mm. Yeah, I didn't bring any. Sorry. Oh, I didn't yeah. bring it. It's too far to bring it. It needs to be carbonated. The beer doesn't it's, travel. It's carbonated. Right? <laughs> I'll take it flat. I'll take it out. I'll take it with <laughs> you. Take it out of the ass. I'll you take it out it. the shit bucket. Whatever. Well, Jamil knows we'll, t- we'll talk shit about it. We'll just go, what the fuck, Jamil? This is no mm-hmm. good. I'm just curious. He's, he's only going to bring us the perfect stuff so we don't talk shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm not even going to bring you that. It's got standards. <laughs> so, you have yeah, to buy that's it. That's what I'm saying, yeah. There is this thing called sale of beer, you know. Damn it. Exchange of money for beer. Yeah. Um, That's ridiculous. Well, and one of the, the great things about the NHC, all right, it's going to be the BNA6. That's what kicks it off, yeah. Big old party. That's the opening ceremony. It's going to be around my 50th birthday, too. Around it. Yeah. Whoa. Cool. June 26th. So uh, if you show up to the BNA6, you gotta you got to come up. I expect, uh, not like I'm, I'm Jesus or anything, I'm similar to Jesus, but I'm not, I'm not quite Jesus. Away. What are you so, about? You know, gold, frankincense, myrrh, stuff like that. Like I think the king you that you are. Yeah, nice. absolutely. I think I think that's an appropriate type of gifts. Um, Deference to the Pope. <laughs> exactly. I think uh, no, but you should come out to uh, BNA six. Yeah. I want to see everybody it. there. It's going to be a great time. Yeah, and I want to see everybody Amazing. at the conference. You know, yeah. all you people listening, you better get your junky ass out to uh, San Diego for the conference. register now. If right. you've never been before, it is the most fun. You got to go that a home brewing enthusiast can have on two feet. I tell you, I, I've been to a lot of different beer events, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, I go to GABF nearly every it's year. Yeah. Yeah. SF Beer Week. I, right. This I uh, would take the the NHC N- is if the you best. Could only pick one. I'd pick NHC. Yeah, yeah. that would be the Easily. thing I would go to. I'd, I'd give up all the it's other stuff. It's great spirit. That. It's great camaraderie. It's just great, great. It's everything. Yeah, it is absolutely everything in a in a beer event you could want. Yeah. All right. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of great beer events, Justin, we're going to be in Cleveland, May thirteenth and fourteenth. Yeah. yeah, Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. I've never been. I've never been to Cleveland either. Okay, perfect. So we'll hold hands and skip down the lane uh, together. <laughs> it's, it's a new thing for us. All right. <laughs> well, and Palmer will be there, too. 
and Moscow. We're all going to do uh, Bruce Strong. They're live from the from the uh, fairgrounds. Yeah, that's on Saturday. Yeah. Saturday evening, and then or Friday evening, and then uh, Saturday we're going to do uh, the awards ceremony, and then a special VIP tent thing. I'm apparently going to select some of my favorite beers to mm-hmm. be on pour at this uh, VIP tent, and then I'll be there to uh, shake hands and uh, talk about the beers and and all that stuff with you. So yeah, the Cleveland International Beer Fest at the IX Center in Cleveland, Ohio, mm-hmm. and we're on the main stage both for the Brew Strong show and, and then, for the strip afterwards, and then for the strip afterward, which will be Palmer. Let's face yes. it. Yes. And then the awards ceremony uh, the following day. Uh-huh. And then, of course, your uh, VIP event, yes. um, which I think is actually off-site. Right. Uh, uh, if, the, if I get enough beer in me, it'll be the See Me P event. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoked about this because yeah. we have a, a lot of listeners in Ohio, and uh, we get to go see them again. Yeah, that's going to be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. That's May 13th and 14th, and... Uh, I think I'm, I'm flying in Thursday because oh, the flights really don't work so well for me, uh, you know, out of Sacramento. So um, yeah. I'm going to fly in Thursday night. Mm. So I'll probably be hanging out in some local pub in, in Cleveland Thursday night if you're if you're out and about, and then uh, stay until Sunday morning. Right. So uh, I'll be there all day Friday and Saturday if uh, people want to get together and have a beer. You can go to ixbeerfest.com and get all the details for tickets to the festival, as well as look up at the times that we'll be presenting our uh, digs as well. So check it all out, ixbeerfest.com. A lot of fun. All right, so the challenge for today is uh, hearkening back to uh, Rogue Shakespeare Stout. Shakespeare Stout. It's a rebrew. It's a rebrew. Right. So remind me, Nathan, you were in on that initial yeah. uh, brew there. You did it with uh, with JP, another fine brewmaster. Yep. And uh, what was the problem with that beer? Me and Mr. Petros co- collaborated on the last uh, CYBI version of this beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the, the brew day just seemed to be going really, really well until we got right. near the end of the boil. It was perfect. It was, it was just spot on. Everything. Things were going awesome. And then uh, All eight we cylinders. Did, we decided to take a page from the... Uh, Mr. The original Mister Show Your Ass himself, or Roger Davis, and just kind of wing it when we did the World Clock oh, edition. Nice. Yeah, that and really I, helps. <laughs> I think JP did a little overboard. Uh, <laughs> Right, so so and we we added a little bit too much world flock, and that, that kind of sabotaged the beer. He had the leftovers of a sack of world flock, which after all the tablets are removed, yes, there's a giant yeah. pile of powder that's like right. three pounds of world flock, which is good. Powder. I mean, it's good stuff. It's, it's great, great stuff. stuff. It's not yeah. in pellet. It's not in pellet form, so it's not even to measure. So. so. And what he dumped the entire thing in, I think. Not the entire thing, but a lot of it. And it he didn't weigh it right. like to see if it was the same amount of weight. I as had never seen the wart jump out of a kettle like that before. It <laughs> pancake. Wow. He was scraping pancakes of Shakespeare stout wart off the garage floor of his garage after that. Lovely. After we had done that, but I, I'm giving JP a lot of <laughs> do it solid. <laughs> yeah, it kind of did. I'm giving JP a lot of crap here, but there was another error that I made in. Uh, Calculating the original recipe, I had calculated three percent roasted barley instead of what it should right. have been one one point five. So right. we had right. those two combined factors working mm-hmm. against us, mm-hmm. and it it wasn't quite cloned. So uh, what did the Warflock do? I don't remember. What does too much Warflock do? Well, uh, it turned it into a solid. Like, well, it was a gel. No, oh. I, when, when, it's like Jello or something. <laughs> I remember when I tasted, I'm like, you know, there's something kind of like seaweed here, kind of like nori. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it tastes like was... seaweed to me. And they were like, yeah, I remember now. Seaweed. That's right. I remember yeah. that specific. Right when it got to your nose, you you yeah. even said, "Oh, there's something seaweedy." Okay, <laughs> it's like sushi beer. And I had never thought you could get that with World Flock because it's a fairly refined product. Yeah. It's not like you're adding Irish moss. It's supposed to drop out. Is the whole right? Idea, right? And it's yeah. it's supposed to be so refined that you're not going to get that. But I, you know, I can't imagine how much was added for me to smell seaweed yeah. in in such a bold stout like that. So, Could have been excess amounts. It had to have been, had to have been ten times the normal amount or something. Oh, sure. Dumping I, it in there. I remember this times. now because on one segment of the show, or, or maybe it was even when we were tasting it off air, Jamil mentioned that, and it didn't come out for another fifteen minutes. That I think finally JP admitted, 
Well, I we did, did dump a whole bag of Warflock in there, and that's when J- J- that's when Jamil said a whole bag. Jamil said, "I told you I smelled seaweed, man." I'm <laughs> no, we, yeah, yeah, he he picked it up. Yeah, he nailed it for sure out of the blue. Now I remember. Yeah, JP right. had fermented this beer in a conical, and he tried to uh, <laughs> to vent the conical at the end of the brew, and there was still all this Warflock in solution. Apparently, oh, it was like. Man. Whoa. <laughs> it wouldn't even. They wouldn't even come out of the cone of the conical and solidify into this gelatinous plug of nastiness. I can only imagine. Uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so it was worth a rebrew, <laughs> right? Well, and I still remember the beer was actually quite good. It's good. It was. Yeah. yeah. I would. I would have <laughs> sucked down pints of that. I, I drank mean, the was, hell out of it. Yeah, that was really close to cloned. I, you yeah. know, I, I'm not sure why we didn't call it cloned. It scored a forty in the the. Um, <laughs> right. uh, Upper Mississippi mash out last it was, year too. It was good. Judges oh, liked really? it too. Yeah, it th- did. It didn't metal, but it got it. Wow. Judges liked it. So. I think our 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 take on it, and you know, you know, maybe the listeners can go back to the archive and listen to that show. Yeah. I'm certainly not going to do it. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I, unfortunately, I have to listen to myself talk every day, and it just drives me up the wall. Um, the uh, you know. I think the uh, the the reason that we kind of went not cloned was because we would change the recipe, yeah. And we were going to change the uh, you know the roasted grains a, a slight amount, and we were going to not put in a big ton of world flock. Exactly. So you know, based on our standard of would you change the recipe? Yeah. So not cloned. Sure. Boy, it was it was close, and it was excellent. It was a good beer. And and is the rebrew just you, Nate? You didn't do the it with JP. The rebrew was just me. Yeah. I, so you also changed the, the not just the recipe, That's but true. the team. No, actually, I, JP had agreed to uh, come out and do the brew with me, but he got really sick uh, that weekend uh, and, oh, and yeah, couldn't yeah, make yeah. it. So I, I had the yeast starter going, the grains all lined up, and everything. I mm-hmm. told okay. him I was just going to go ahead and brew it. Well, and JP's a fine brewer too. He's he's brewed uh, yeah. several yeah, other yeah, clones for us. Oh, hell yeah, for us for sure. <laughs> you know, we're we're giving him giving him some crap about the uh, about well, the yeah, he's, yeah, he's, <laughs> well, sure he's not here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's not here to punch me in the junk. Right. So uh, I feel free to say whatever I want. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's take a short break, and when we come back, we'll uh, taste. This uh, Shakespeare Stout Rebrew and see uh, if you knock this one out of the pot. Back after this. Okay, so my double IPA has an ABV of 7.5 and a clarity of brilliant. So that's a plus 8. I pour it. Sorry, looks like she found it unpalatable. Ha! Shut up, Doug. My creek gets a plus 10 versus girls because it's a fruit beer. You can't open the bottle, and she walks over to the guy with the Pinot Grigio. This sucks. Ugh, I hate it when Greg's the brewmaster. What's this? Non-Alcoholics Anonymous? Dude, get out of here. We're in the middle of a brew session. Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really uh, use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Have you ever been called upon to explain why it's named India Pale Ale? Do you burp Y Yeast 3522 and Crap Cascade? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs, ingredients, equipment, and knowledge 24 hours a day at northernbrewer.com. Plus, fast, cheap shipping, only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the Tongue Splitter. I've got dry hops stuck in my braces. And the Burp. Urban Barrel Porter. Now on tap in the Mose Eisley Cantina. Make 10th level at northernbrewer.com. I love beer. I'm a brewer. I brew it. I drink it. It's in my blood, really. I'm that guy that pours malt extract on his pancakes. I wish I could just put a good brew in my pocket and take it with me. Now you can. Hey, brewers and beer lovers. Why not eat the energy bar invented by a home brewer using the same ingredients in your brew? Introducing Brew Bar Energy Bars, spelled B-R-U-B-A-R. Malt, oats, vanilla, nuts, cinnamon, coconut. You've put them in your beer, and you'll find them in your Brew Bar Energy Bar. All natural, made with simple ingredients chosen for the highest quality. They're new, different, and have a rich malty flavor and smooth, moist texture, just like a fine craft brew. You can find Brew Bar Energy Bars at BrewBar.com or find a retailer near you. And if you are a retailer, you should contact them and find out how you can sell Brew Bar Energy Bars. Check them out at BrewBar.com. That's B-R-U-B-A-R.com. And follow them on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BrewBar. Remember, it's in your Brew Bar Energy Bar because it's in your brew. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. 
Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the homebrewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read your way to better homebrew. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has homebrewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah, mother... White Labs. It's all in the vial. Whether I'm making me dry stout or rebuilding me kegs, I head to the heart of dear Dublin for me homebrewing supplies. You head all the way back to Emerald Isle just for a wee batch of grain or a bit of keg tubing? No, you moronic waste deliver. Dublin, California. I go to HopTech. For 30 years, HopTech in Dublin, California has been supplying homebrewers with malt extract, fresh grains, hops, spices and sugars, hop oils and extracts, and much more. HopTech is one of the first homebrew supply shops on the internet and is proud to offer a Award-winning beer kits, both online and in their store. Mention the BN Army for a 10% discount off your order. The store is open every day except Wednesday or shop online at hoptech.com anytime. Hoptech is run by passionate, award-winning brewers who live, love, and travel for beer and bring their experience to the store for you. If you don't want to visit Dublin, just call toll-free 800-DRY-HOPS or go to hoptech.com. Visit Hoptech today in Dublin, California and at hoptech.com. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Now back to the challenge. Can you brew it? All right, we're back. We're talking uh, Rogue Shakespeare Stout. And a great place to uh, get all your ingredients for this fine beer. Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer. Yeah, our sponsors. Uh, they've been our sponsors uh, almost since the uh, start of the show, which is over five years ago. Yeah. Northern Brewer, northernbrewer.com. Check them out. They've, they've been paying for over five years. So you can have, I mean, there's, there's uh, how many hundreds of hours of uh, material out there that you can, you can download for free, all thanks to uh, Northern Brewer and the Brewing Network. And, you know, I like everything about Northern Brewer. Except for that owner, Chris. I mean, he's a pain in the ass. Every time I I talk to them, if there was anybody I really wanted to like bitch slap, yeah, there you go. It'd be Chris. Yeah. I mean, here's what happens. Uh, We talk. We we do the show, and we say, "Chris, is everything okay?" And every time he's a big pain in the ass. He says, "Well, it's fine, but if if Jamil could just be a little more interesting." And I say, what am I going to do? Uh, yeah, you're working. Yeah, you only got what you can work with. Yeah. You got a lump of clay, you're going to make bricks. Right. And sometimes he says, you know, if Tasty could just be a little younger, <laughs> yeah, really. then yeah, maybe that's, the that's show. That's not going to happen. He's just too fucking old. And, yeah. and I'm just thinking, Chris, what do you want from me? Come on. I can't control this shit. So I love Northern Brewer, and, and it's been great that they sponsored, but... Uh, but he's Chris a tough is, customer. Yeah. He's a pain in the ass. Yeah. So if you're ever in the store and you happen tell to run into Chris, <laughs> you know, just tell him, hey, thanks for everything, but I hear you're a pain in the ass. Right. That's all. 
Yeah, I, I don't know how much longer they're going to sponsor the show. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah, how many years is we're it? We're testing been? it. <laughs> well, I think we're just checking now to see if they actually yeah. listen. Yeah, exactly. That's, 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 yeah, we're going to find test out. Right now. Yeah, yeah, we'll it's find out. Know. They have like auto payment set and they just don't even look. Anymore. They've never even heard a show. Yeah. I think our listeners will get that clip all, all the way sent to him. Yeah, he'll get that. Well, they just trust our listeners, is what it is. Our listeners right. write and go, hey, it's great. And I think I just trust them. Right. So I trust them too. Yeah, they're, right. they're buying there because just tell them, they have great products. You know, if you value the show, which is at least a couple of you, then you, know, you want to write into the Northern Brewer and tell them how 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 wonderful we talk about them and how yeah. <laughs> how how much we love them and and think think the world of them. Yeah. That's what you want to do. Do that. Don't don't listen to Justin. If you have to tell them they suck, that's fine. They they know what that means. <laughs> just it's, it's just love in in the Brewing Network speak. <clears throat> that's right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So check it out. Northernbrewer dot com. They got. All the stuff you're going to need to brew Shakespeare Stout. And, uh, you know, great, great shipping prices, great customer service, a wonderful website, easy to peruse to get all your stuff there. Uh, I really like those guys. Uh, good people. So, so check them out. Yeah. Well worth it. All right. So during the break, we did a blind taste testing of the uh, very creatively labeled cups A and E. Wow. I guess uh, he was a little too lazy to finish out the E into Boring. a B. You know, could have made a B, but no. Uh, was that a little too what's much ink a, for you? Or what's what? that a reference to? A and E. I don't know. I don't know. Arts and entertainment. Mm-hmm. Or AdamandEve.com. Oh. oh wow! Well. See, Nate's trying to help you out. How, how creative is that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it obviously wasn't good enough. Yeah, wasn't good enough. Uh, you, you throw another cup in there that says dot com. I probably would have got right. It. You got to spell it out for Adam <laughs> right. and you know. E- or had you drawn a penis and a vagina? Yeah, we'd have gone. Right. gone. Oh, Adam and Eve. Sure. I thought about it. We didn't have an interview this time, so I had limited time to go artistic. Artwork. I needed okay. Kim here to help me with the artwork. Yes. Actually, sure. she is the expert. Yes, the best Kenya Brit cup in the world. On Kim the wall. provided. Yes, uh, here in the studio. Um. <clears throat> All right, so we did we did a blind tasting during the show, and there's hand signaling going on here. Well, let's, we were, uh, let's start with Tasty. Tasty. All right, well, Tasty says... Tasty's got uh, written notes here. He takes well, it's been a while since I tasted this. <laughs> uh, well, the hops just line up 100% the same. Uh-huh. The hop balance in, in both these beers is like just right on. Whatever the hop bill is, don't change a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both very, very creamy... Got that oatmeal sort of creaminess going on. Mm-hmm. Love that in both beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, real no discernible like uh, major differences. Maybe a little bit in the aroma, but uh, I think that uh, that could be just the variability uh, between the two breweries involved. I would say, uh, based on my you know points that I I go by in terms of whether it's cloned or not, this is a cloned beer. I wouldn't change much at all, if anything. Okay. Uh, Justin? Nothing to change. I couldn't even tell which one was the commercial beer and which was the homebrew. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's real cloned. And you must have picked up a real fresh example, too, of the Rogue. It's on our coast and everything. Yeah, so. Tasty. Uh, was or it th- just holds up well. Thankful to Tasty. He wouldn't pick that up yesterday here. We have a bottle way. shop that knows how to treat beer pretty well. Yeah, so. and it's it's really darn good shape. Like the some of the best uh, Rogue Shakespeare style I've ever had. I can't right. pick out a difference. At the break, I started to talk about how one had a little more chocolate than the other. And then I tasted the other again and tasted all that chocolate in there. So I really can't. I, I had a very, very difficult time telling the difference between the two. I finally said uh, I just went by head color just to decide which one was the was the uh, commercial beer and which one was the homebrew. I think you figured it out, too. And... The the what I thought was the commercial beer was just a little darker in head color, right? And I thought, well, I've never seen a homebrew really get the head color right. Yep. You know, we don't ever really talk about that too much about how difficult it is to get it right down to the color of the head, and so it's even even that is still close, Nate. But I picked it out by head color. Yeah, it's a what? little more dark color. Than I, th- I think a lot of times beer. that is the source of the malt. So okay. it's based on the maltster and, and, and which malt you're using. 
So, you know, a lot of times when you use, uh, you know, some of these British malts versus like a domestic version, mm. you know, or vice versa, you'll get, you know, different head colors and things mm. like that. I hadn't thought ah. about it that way. Uh, that's, that's the only reason I could tell them apart. Mm. So very, 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 very cloned. All right. How about you, Chad? Damn it. Uh, clone. Yeah, absolutely. I remember this beer the first time these guys brewed it. And, um, boy, a lot closer uh, this time around. And just uh, a great beer. I really enjoy this beer. Yeah, it's so, an awesome beer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's clone. That's all I have to say. I know. There's not too much yeah. to say about the damn thing, except for is it minus JP or minus Warflock? Mm. I don't know. That's I'm, the question. I'm going to go not cloned. What? Ah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> You are you are, being serious, the, Jamil? He's just trying to plug heretic. <laughs> oh, yeah, I kind of hope you are. going to be the heretic. Well, no, I, at first, I, you know, I would think, yeah, cloned, cloned, definitely cloned. Um, and I thought, well, you know, there is kind of a slight difference in the chocolatey on the one versus the other. And then, uh, you know, and I, I was thinking, well, maybe one is, you know, a little bit of package shock, you know, I was, you know, there's a slight difference there. And then I was like, well, nah, but they're cloned. And then found out that Nate said that uh, you didn't use the Pac-Man yeast on one. And, uh, nope. yeah, you know, and oh. then then I could taste it. I'm like, oh, this one's got the Pac-Man yeast in it. And this one doesn't. This one's got like a Cal Ale or something. It's just a cleaner yeast character to it. And a little bit, little bit more of a sharp character in the finish. And it was real slight, but and I and I didn't even notice it until he told me that. So I don't know that it's really not cloned, because I would have said it was cloned until he told me that. And then I'm like, oh no, I taste it now. And I, I you know, and I wasn't told which one was which, but boy, I could taste it at that point. I'm like, yep, hmm. that's the one with the Pac-Man, because Pac-Man has a very distinct taste it to it. The the types of long chain sugars it leaves behind are a little bit different right. than almost any other. Any other yeast that you could encounter? I got to hand it to you, Jamil. Before you, before I even drop that hint, I think that you were on the path to deciding which was the clone and which right, was the right, uh, right. commercial beer too. So you so, almost you did it almost every time, and this was no exception. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a not cloned out there, All right? Because usually I'm I'm on the side of clone, but I'm I'm going not cloned on this one. And usually it's with Nate that I I nitpick. And uh, throw no, the not cloned down. I don't mind I that. I recall the Gordon episode where I did yeah, the same thing. I'm thinking back to that one specifically, <laughs> actually. We had a lot of fun right. really getting into the specifics on that. Right. Yeah. So now so, I'm really trying to find the difference, because I want to know if you're full of shit, Jamil, is let me ask some questions to see if I can pick it out. Okay. The A is what we decided is the homebrew, right? Yep. Does the Cal Ale finish drier than the than the than the Pac Man? Is that what Jamil's saying? Is that the Pac Man and you said long chain sugars, does it leave more behind the Pac Man? I think just a different type. Right. Because the finishing it, gravity was the same, right? The finishing gravity was the yeah, same it's as a different what, the, ester profile. what the commercial brewer recommended. Yeah, and Tasty actually has a really good point. It may not be mm-hmm. uh, my bullshit theory of long chain sugars at all. Maybe just a difference in the well, ester sure, profile. It's, it's, if you hear John describe a Pac Man ferment, it's a lot different than right, it might know, be, oh, yeah. one ferment. It might be this, a a pH difference. It may be right. like a tenth sure. of a pH, you know, between yeah. the two, and for, you know, for that the one's sake, a little more acidic. For I don't know that my palate can do it. Then it's tough. Yeah, yeah. I'm not getting it as much either. But uh, I think uh, Jamil may be the best palate in the room in terms of di- making that distinction. But for there the, is a difference for the audience's sake too. Yeah, I should mention it's not a straight Cal Ale 001 or a 1056. It is actually the Y yeast uh, 1272, the uh, Cal Ale two strain, which is a little more flocculent, a little less alcohol tolerant, and a little bit more characteristics of an English ale yeast. Now, there, mm-hmm. the uh, Pac-Man really strain, yeah, the Pac-Man strain is a seasonal strain from Y yeast, and it wasn't available when I made this beer, and I decided to try Cal 2 based on the characteristics that were given by the manufacturer. I thought that that was the closest that the average person could get if they wanted to make this beer year-round on a homebrew scale. And it's it's pretty darn close, but I mm-hmm. there there's a a point to what you're saying, Jamil. The types of uh, esters and maybe sugars that it leaves behind are a little bit different than Pac-Man. Mm. Pac-Man's a really unique strain. There's nothing quite like it, that's right. for sure. Yeah, it's it, and it's a it's a very slight difference in kind of the richness or 
breadiness, maybe. Yeah, Chad or... was saying like a you know had a, a like a caramelized uh, steak almost, like or a like, burnt a, steak, uh, like a burnt like steak, a burnt steak, roasted or a... chipotle, yeah, or something mm-hmm. like just a uh, blackened. Uh, yeah, right, right. And I believe one of the food <coughs> recommendations that. on the bottle is a uh, uh, black and chipotle steak. Black and, black and chipotle steak, Chad. So <laughs> yes. I think you uh, nailed that. No, I'm kidding. Perfect. So Jamil, honestly. The that yeast difference, uh-huh. uh, just you know, for our folks at home, when you when you when we say what the recipe is, it's enough for you to say no, it's not cloned because I really want you to use the Pac-Man yeast. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You'd say it'd be better, even closer than. Yeah, it is. I, I don't think you can make the. You're not telling me I'm full of shit because I'm saying it's cloned. Okay. You're just saying it'd be close. No, I mean it's so close that. Um, be like you know, if you handed it to me, you know, if I bought it at a bar, I wouldn't okay. say it wasn't Shakespeare Stout. Okay, I'd be like, yeah, but side by side, you know, right. side by side, yeah, side by side. And when you're really hunting down to the last infinitesimal little thing and nitpicking as much as possible, and I was like, well, and see, you know, I would change that. I would make sure I was using the Pac-Man East. Yeah. So that's the only reason why. Yeah. You know, not based off of flavor necessarily i think that's close enough i'm but i'm like well no you got to use the pac-man yeast the fermentation yeah now um you know on the bottle it does say free range coastal water yeah um is there anything you did with the water that would affect this is there something run uh, run a little bit across the (laughs) across the yard i mean was there any water range I mean, the there, I mean, I haven't heard any discussion about water adjustments in this beer. With the roasted malts, you know, you get more acidity and things yeah, like that. Yeah, actually Was really good that All right. you guys did or talked I, about? Yeah, or? maybe you could I get used the, <laughs> exactly the same without. you got to go to... Yeah, uh, good point, Chad. you got to go to Newport, Oregon and get the water. And I did yes. that in this case. No, I'm kidding. I did not. Do- <laughs> took the tanker up. Yeah, yeah. yeah it took we the tanker We flew him in the BN jet. Yes. Clone, forget it. The Roll the end. Now I used a, just a little bit of chalk in the mash to get the the pH right, and that's it. No uh, other water was adjusted, but I wanted to make sure that for the mash, I wasn't going too far in one direction or another. But that's it, just a touch, well, just and, a tiny bit. You know, see, I think I'm, you know, I'm I'm nitpicking to the point where you know it, it doesn't matter, you know. Because everything else think, on the beer is perfect. Because again, yeah. you know, yeah, you could use more chalk yeah, or less chalk. Or take yeah, this you recipe use, and you're you know, going right to get this beer. Yeah. 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 So if so, you're in Alabama and can't get this beer, and if you you know brew this beer, you're, you you're going to have it. If you can do the Pac-Man yeast, I think you're better off. But, yeah, if you can uh, get that, great. Yeah. But you could do it with the uh, American Ale too. I yeah. think. Or you could use. Here's another idea: homebrewers could play with if they wanted uh, maybe a very attenuative English ale yeast. Oh, seven right. or something like right. that might might come close as well if you wanted to accentuate the malt even more. Be maltier, I yeah. think the difference that you're picking up, Jamil, is that the uh, homebrewed version is accentuating the hops just mm-hmm. a, just a bit more. That cascade there's a big giant addition of cascade right. right at the end of the boil. I think that's coming through a little bit more in the right. the American Ale Two homebrewed version. Well, what homebrewed. about you? You consider this uh, clone? I consider it clone? clone, but I understand the differences that they're right. talking about. That and that's uh, you know probably. It's an infinitesimal amount, like a two to three percent difference, but important if you really want to, you know, look at the very minute differences in the beer and really get close. If you're really, really, really trying to if clone, you're really you, an asshole and are really right. picky. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> you're gonna be a fucking heretic. That's what I'm hearing. You got to be a heretic. You're gonna bust my balls, then fine. <laughs> yeah. No, but actually, the funny thing is, if I do get a hold of the Pac-Man yeast again, I think I'm gonna brew this just because it's a freaking awesome beer. Right. It and, is awesome. And do a. Uh, a version of this with the Pac-Man yeast because the commercial beer does have a, mm-hmm. a just a touch more depth of of malt and ester character, which right. is which is nice. Well, this, this is, is really the nice. uh, BJCP leading style for American, for American stout. stout in the oh, stout. That's guy. right, and it is an oatmeal stout. And so. actually, the the number two uh, example is Deschutes Obsidian Stout. Right, and where can you find recipes for mm-hmm. both of those? On this, show. it says a lot about the water from that yeah. region too. Can you brew it on the on the yeah. brewing network? Yeah, right here. CYBI. And also, I did a. Uh, American Stout article for BYO just just recently. All right, that's why I was looking nice. for this beer, and um, uh, so you'll find that in the coming up BYO. If you are not a BYO subscriber, brew your own subscriber. It's a great magazine, a lot yeah. of good stuff in there, and then I do the the style profile column every month. Uh, Paxton does some stuff. Palmer <laughs> does some stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a great magazine, and you can uh, actually sign up for it. 
via the Brewing Network. You go to thebrewingnetwork.com, click on the BYO logo, and half of the subscription price gets uh, transferred over to the Brewing Network when you sign up that way. So uh, it helps the Brewing Network. You get a great magazine, a lot of good information, and uh, a lot of fun. All right, let's take a short break, and when we come back, we will uh, find out uh, how Nathan tweaked the recipe to call this one clone. Back after this. When Blickman Engineering set out to design a great brewing stand, they knew it had to be strong, adaptable, and last for a lifetime. The top-tier brewing stand is now proudly available at BlickmanEngineering.com. It grows with your brewing skills and equipment. Start with 5-gallon coolers on its heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves. Then move all the way up to 30-gallon pots on the high-output burner tiers. Speaking of burners, the custom Blickman Engineering top-tier burners are extremely powerful, efficient, and amazingly quiet. They have safety stops to center your and they'll last a lifetime and won't rust. The top-tier brewing stand allows virtually infinite combinations from traditional gravity systems to two tiers to completely horizontal. Configure your stand the way you want and have the freedom to change it at any time in the future. Your brewing stand should adapt with you, not force you to learn a new process. Visit BlickmanEngineering.com today to configure your top-tier brewing stand and to find a local Blickman retailer. You'll be surprised with all the flexible features and the competitive price. Start brewing with Blickman from the top tier. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmaster's Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmaster's database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmaster's Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmaster's Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BNARMY in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, Special Rotating Taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. Since 1921, Munden's has been a provider of quality malted grain and extract. What did he just say? What did he say? That's 90 years of locally sourced grain for home brewers and professional brewers alike. All farm within 50 miles of our malt houses. What? I can't understand what this guy said. last part. Whole and crushed malts, including wheat and peated malt, liquid extract, hopped and unhopped, as well as dried malt extract. Everything from beginner home brewer kits to all the ingredients and infants home brewer needs. Something about trains? What? Languages this guy speaking is from Austria. Mundens is proudly serving brewers in 54 countries and honored to be a leader in mowing. Can you understand this guy? No. <laughs> That's a really free language. Muntons for brewing, distilling, and baking. Quality malted grain and extract for 90 years. Make your malt Muntons. In April, more beer keeps slashing prices. In February, they lowered the price on ingredients. In March, they dropped their equipment prices. And now for April, they're cutting prices on their awesome beer ingredient kits. Lower prices on the award-winning kits you've come to love, like Pliny the Elder, Stock up for summer. More than 20 kits are on sale now. All as part of their commitment to bringing you the best value in homebrewing with low prices and free shipping over 59 bucks. 
And on April 15th, stay tuned for the release of a new More Beer Signature Series kit. Yep, 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 yep. Tasty McDole's famous Janet's Brown Ale. They're proud to donate $1 from each kit sold to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Cancer Foundation. Get more than ever this month from your brewing budget at morebeer.com. Live. Beer Radio. The Brewing Network. The Brewcasters. If you're just starting, don't be discouraged by all this stuff. It's exactly. so easy. Just throw it yeah. together. You Put some sugar and some water and some yeast in there. Yeah. Network. <laughs> now back to the challenge. Can you brew it? Hey, fellas. Are you going to spice things up in the bedroom? been fantasizing about surprising your love with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only and you get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh no, when you select your one item, it's 50% off. You also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift. <laughs> so sensual, it can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in Free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type C-Y-B-I for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code C-Y-B-I at adamandeve.com. Yeah. Well done, Jason. You well enjoyed done. that one, huh? Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a chance. You can do five more minutes, I think we can get there. Jason <laughs> 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 was close. <laughs> Throw okay. it in. We'll, we'll take care of that after the show. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Nate, so you had to make some changes from the original recipe. Uh, that we we gave on the first show. Yes. And uh, what 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 change specifically did you make in order to uh, get this thing to be cloned? So the biggest difference was the first time that JP and I brewed this, we used three percent roasted barley and twenty percent whirlflock and twenty percent whirlflock. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Aside from the whirlflock, yeah. The, in the uh, the main uh, grain bill, yeah, the one point five percent roasted barley is the mm-hmm. correct amount. Reviewing all the best information that we have from John and John really gave super detailed info on it go back and right. l- listen to the old uh older version of this show if you viewers want or listeners want a uh a full interview with john on how he how they brew this beer at rogue but uh it is 67 percent uh two row and that's two row that i use from a great great western malting in the pacific northwest um for uh 11 chocolate malt 11 percent crystal 120 both the chocolate malt and crystal 120 are also great western uh flaked oats Ten percent and one point five percent roasted barley. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the uh, don't have the uh, calculations for a six gallon batch like we normally do, but those are the percentages mm-hmm. uh, that go into the grain bill. That's seventy IBU of Cascade at sixty minutes, and then about one point two five ounces for six gallons around there. I used uh, about double that for ten gallons. I made for this beer for at uh, for Cascade at zero minutes. So it's a very simple recipe in terms of hops. A little bit going on in the malt area, but it's a really interesting beer in terms of the, uh, you know, you're getting this really interesting uh, American citrus hop character through with, with the really simplistic uh, angle taken on Cascade, but it doesn't take over the really interesting and complex malt build. The, the mouthfeel that you get from the flaked oats, I think, is really key to the recipe. If that was was gone, that you'd have a completely different and acrid, and acrid beer. Mm-hmm. So I brewed this beer uh, to those percentages and specifications, and I think it got a lot closer than using more roasted barley which was the biggest difference on the flavor side from the malt bill from the last time that that we had done this uh i used a cascade whole hops this time a 2010 crop of uh whole leaf hops from uh, fresh hops they do some great um packaging of whole hops for the home brewer so recommend people checking that out if they want to do uh whole hops for beer like this pellets would work just as well too um, really uneventful brew day. Otherwise, <laughs> everything went really according to plan. I used a little bit of of chalk in the uh, mash to get the mash pH within a range that wouldn't extract too much 
harshness or tannins from the roasted malts that are in the in the uh, in the grain bill. You know, and a, a lot of home brewers wouldn't normally need to do that, but have really really soft water being in the in the East Bay, and they'll have to compensate for that just a little bit by using. Uh, Something like chalk. I wouldn't recommend that most brewers play around with that if they have, uh, you know, even moderately or, or lightly hard water. But the water is so soft in the area that I'm working with that I decided to do that. But um, everything else is really done in specifications with that that John uh, Mayer had given us from Rogue, and really. Uh, well, he's such. He, you know, he's so generous with his information, super and his time generous, and you know, yeah, he's fantastic. And I recommend. I mean, he was. Uh, uh, they're always pouring beer at the NHC, and mm-hmm. they always have a table at the NHC. One of the sponsors for right. the banquet, of right. course, and he's there for most of the time during the hospitality. Go up suite. and talk to yeah, him. Yeah, go up and talk to him. He was a lot of fun to talk to, and I went and talked to him last year. Really, really, really cool dude. Definitely yeah. a home brewer at heart. And he loves home brewers. Yeah, exactly. He is a good person. He is a good soul. No matter no matter what uh, industry he was working in, he'd be considered always one of the best. Totally. He sees like the home brew conferences as like a resource. I mean, all these exactly. really interesting ideas, and mm-hmm. he loves tasting all the home brews, like on club night and stuff like that. Well, and I, I think he just has a good time hanging out with home brews. Yeah, yeah. He just likes. You know? Yeah, he is basically He's, himself. And that guy doesn't have a egotistical bone in his body. No. Man. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's a big pain in the ass. Big dick. <laughs> yeah. Not nice at all. He's what? a pain in the ass. <laughs> I guess you wanted to be a sponsor that we were talking about him, huh? <laughs> no, one of the yeah, things... You're lining him up for sponsorship with your... Uh, your... Yeah. yeah you what I'm doing like, tonight. I'll show this guy. I'm going for the opposite. Uh, you know, uh, start insulting uh, everybody Turn and see how head. it works. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did use... Uh, no, I didn't have access to the Pac-Man ale used, as we had mentioned a little bit earlier, so I used the... Y yeast twelve seventy two, which is the American Ale two strain, and it's a little more flocculent the, the and fruity than the typical American Ale strain, and a little less alcohol tolerant. Seemed a, a little bit closer to the Pac Man Ale yeast strain, but I would highly recommend using the Pac Man strain if you can get a hold of it. And uh, I think Y yeast does it as a seasonal strain about once a year, making this beer and and many others. I actually had a beer that uh, won a silver medal. For a, as, a, as a Scottish 60 shilling with that yeast last year at the mm-hmm. NHC. Uh, it's a really, really cool, fun, really clean, interesting yeast to use, so I highly recommend that people play around with it when they see it from their manufacturer. So bump it up with maybe a beer like that and then make your Shakespeare stout and then make something um, you know big and alcoholic after that with it. It's a really tough and tolerant strain, so a lot of fun you can have with that. But if you want to try and clone this, use American Ale 2. If that's not available, I think you'll get pretty darn close. Well, and I think, you know, here's, here's the little secret. If you can get, like, uh, 99 of your friends to email along with you to Y-Yeast and tell them you want a, you know, yeah. a certain product, um, I, think if you, I think if you get 100 people, different people to email them, they'll be like, okay, well, let's do it. Let's crank out a batch and see if it sells. Yeah, that's you more know. people than ever emailed before. So. Totally. Right, right. Because yeah. even though, you know, when, when they get the 100 people emailing, then you know maybe they're going to sell several thousand of these. Yeah. You know if if there's people a hundred people that are are willing to go to the trouble of emailing. There's you know for every person that emails, you figure there's ten to fifty of them that you know yeah. are you know just standing on the sidelines. So right. uh, you know they need to sell a, a few thousand packs to to make it worth their while to to turn the crank on that. But uh, so if, if you if you really want it, um, you know that's hey that's what we got Rosalair back year round. <laughs> yeah. So there's about 100 times 20 that are going to listen to this episode over the next two weeks. If 10% of you email, there you go. You might get this Pac-Man yeast all yeah. uh, you know year round. Right. So, I'm not that. promising anything, but uh, if you have really it desperate for difference. it, yeah, it tell tell the manufacturers what you want. You know, <clears throat> go ahead and email uh, you know whoever, uh, whatever company, and if you like the product, accept or you'd buy it if. Send it to them, and then the you know a lot of them will say, "Oh no, sorry, we can't do that." You know, but you never know if you if you if you make your your needs known, then maybe uh, maybe it'll work out for you. They'll you know, respond. So. Yeah, they they like to hear from their customers. You know, if they got any sense of business at all, they like to hear from their customers. They better be listening. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. free advice. They're not like us. Yeah, yeah we don't. Care. Yeah, we don't. We, don't listen <laughs> we think our sponsors. We run them. We throw them under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Drag them behind the bus. Yeah, like Jamil said, if they have any real sense of, of what uh, it's like business. to be a business. Yeah. Right. That's total opposite of what happens here. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, 
Let's take uh, one more break, and uh, when we come back, we will, I don't know, sing uh, a song. Questions from the chat. I got a story for you from uh, Brooklyn Brewery in New York after we come back. He's got a story, yeah. questions from the chat, we'll sing a song, anything else? All right, well, back Do after this. In the latest episode of Brewing TV, we're doing the Bay the right way. Beer-obsessed John Weber takes us to some of his favorite breweries in the Bay Area. We're brewing up a mean-eyed double IPA with Nathan Smith, and we get to see Chip licking Roger's medals. Oh, wait, that came out wrong. Episode 32, A Day Around the Bay. Online now at brewingtv.com. And up next, the Brewing Network Expose. That drops March 25th. Where were we? You stole an oak barrel from the mist of Ravenwood, and Lord Zinfandel the Avenger is in pursuit. Do you drop the barrel and run? Hells no. We need it for our Flanders Red. I'm going to cast Pediacacus Damnesis on the barrel. Sorry, your ghosts are imprisoned in his winery forever. Ugh, I hate it when Greg's the brewmaster. This sucks. What do we have here, Orville Rodenbach? Buzz off, guy. We got a brew session going. Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Do you get a long-lasting foam stand when you think about wheat malt? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs, ingredients, equipment, and knowledge at northernbrewer.com. Plus, fast, cheap shipping, only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the pre-prohibition lager. Perfect for steampunk. And the single hop best bitter. Now on cast and 10 forward. Make 10th level at northernbrewer.com. Nico, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the, to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment 10 years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer at Brew Free or Die IPA in the Northeast, Northwest, parts of the Midwest, and Alaska, in cans and on draft. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. A heretic is anyone who does not conform to an established attitude, doctrine, or principle. If you love craft beer, you're already a heretic. The very first thing we did when we started looking at the beers that we would brew, we got rid of all those recipes. We started from scratch. We've been pilot brewing the most creative things that we think of and the most interesting things. We've completely gone away from style. Heretic Brewing Company is opening this spring in Pittsburgh, California, and you can be a part of it. Visit hereticbrewing.com and facebook.com slash hereticbrew. Get the latest updates on the brewery and upcoming beers. Show everyone how you celebrate great beer as a heretic. It's a fairly powerful word. Being a heretic, that means you're not settling for ordinary beer. You are going with flavorful, creative, bold, interesting beers. A heretic is looking for the best beers out there. Be a heretic. Don't drink ordinary beer. 
You will. What's your feel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. <laughs> it's the Brewing Network. And now, suck it tasty. All right, we're back. We're sucking tasty. We're suck it tasty. So what tasty needs is more. What? But not from little girls, no. <laughs> big girls. Big girls. <laughs> big girls. Not too big. He likes them really <laughs> big. Girls. <laughs> not too big. All you big girls out there, that's what he likes. Really big. The bigger, the better. That's great. Uh, as long as they... Oh, Tasty's big I better girls. kill this conversation, though. <laughs> it's going to be I can really new, get naughty. Tasty's the new like, show uh, on the BN. For Tasty's big girls. Tasty's big girls. <laughs> can you imagine a show with like just me and these two big fat chicks? <laughs> I can, as wow. a matter of fact. It'd be yeah. good. They're all funny and they're... Joy- I, yeah, I think you're going to need some video on that one, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'd be all video. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's good radio, And some... <laughs> Three free adult DVDs to go with it, too. Oh, yeah, that other yeah, sponsor thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, there's your Adam and Eve sponsor there right you there. There go. <laughs> Tasty, Tasty big, big girls. <laughs> I love it. What and then he, during the show, he whips out Tasty's big boys. <laughs> well, I could do, like, motorboating and stuff Bunk. like that, yeah. <laughs> they hit the, like watch hit the studio floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. The pair of them. Yes. Yeah. Put a drum under his chair. That would be another network. Wow. The boys have dropped. All right. Oh, boy. So what were we going to talk about during this segment? <laughs> we're going to answer questions from the chat. No. Yes. Well, yes and no. I know that uh, Nate has a good story for us, uh, but oh, also... Oh, Brooklyn Brewing story. Uh, that was it. Yeah. All right. Speaking of, uh, go ahead. Speaking of big ladies, um, <laughs> well, uh, Garrett so, Oliver. Uh, no, I did, wasn't wasn't fortunate enough to fortunate enough to hang out with Garrett. But I went to the went to New York over the weekend, and one of the places I went during that visit was uh, Brooklyn Brewery. Mm-hmm. And uh, Carla, one of the sales folks there, and Tom, one of the brewers, were awesome hosts. We went through and you know tried tasted their whole lineup, Nicole and myself, and uh, had a lot of samples right from the uh, right from the tanks, right from the fermenters. A lot of great beers are doing there. Local One, uh, IPA, and uh, Ordinary Bitter. Some really cool stuff that don't normally see at all um, out out here, maybe outside of their local market. And uh, I was tasting uh, beers with Tom straight from the fermenters, and uh, I learned a new aroma descriptor. I was smelling and, and tasting the beer, he said, hmm, this one's a little young. It uh, smells a little snatchy to me. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Snatchy. That's and a great dead, descriptor. Deadpan, serious. I thought he was making a well, BN, it's, BN it's, joke or something. But he, he meant, meant it. Like, it's, he meant it's it. It's funny because... Smells like fish needs more mayonnaise. What do you say? What's he saying? Because it's funny. That's one of the names of one of the uh, big girls on uh, Tasty's <laughs> exactly, show. Exactly. Yeah. Snatchy. Snatchy. Yeah. Itchy and snatchy. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was dead Scratchy. serious. And this this was a... And so it re- <laughs> relates to a another aroma descriptor you would find in beer directly. That was a just a, a slang term for something that you would hear normally. So, any guess what you guys might think that is? Let me think. It wasn't that. fishy. The opposite earthy, of wienery. Earthy, earthy wienery. The opposite uh, of wienery. Uh, wienery I'm no. trying to think of a real description. <laughs> so, but you're saying it's a it's an actual descriptor yeah. that we would use for a young beer and a lager in particular, maybe. Huh. Sharp. Uh, that's a good one. Close, but uh, grassy. Oh, no. young and cheesy. If it's uh, sulfury, sulfury. Yep, sulfury. 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 Yeah, that was the slang term around uh, the Brooklyn Brewery for sulfury. It was snatchy. Hmm. And apparently, this came from Marston's in England. They'd they'd all done a trip as brewers to uh, Marston's in England, and that was the oh, it's a little snatchy or something like that. I don't know. It was a slang term there, and they incorporated. Do they mean knowledge. the same thing? They we mean do? the same thing. Oh, they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. So it's sulfury. Apparently, that's the sulfury. Yeah. So I think I'll incorporate that one from now on when I'm uh, writing score sheets or if I'm at the judging table. I'll say snatchy instead it's of sulfury. Snatchy. You'll be drummed out of the BJCP. I think so. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but inappropriate comments on score sheets. I was with a brewer tonight telling me about their oyster stout, and he was telling me how many oysters he put in the stout. Really? Actual oysters? Actual oysters. He's telling wow. me how many Hog Island oysters 
actually went into the stout, and the first thing I thought was, well, isn't it kind of like fishy and seawatery? <laughs> and when you said snatchy, that's the first thing I thought yep. about. I thought yeah. it would be more on the fish side, a yeah. special oyster stout, right? Yeah, yeah, snatchy stout. Do you guys really need me for the rest of the show? No, you're good, <laughs> Jay-Z. We'll catch off. you later. Yeah. Yeah. Not a clambic, no. It's not that kind of a thing. Yeah. All right, quick questions from the chat if you uh, want to do them. Um, sure. You mentioned the brands of uh, uh, of malt that you used. Uh, yes. So the, the question, just to kind of recap, was are they the same brands that, that Rogue used? Uh, for Matched it as best as possible. Yeah, the uh, roasted barley and the flaked oats were uh, generic from... Uh, more beer. They don't label it uh, as the manufacturer. I just would like to go there and find out. But a Great Western is what the C120 was in particular. And I know that that's what the American Turo and the Chocolate Malt were as well. Okay. So, and yeah. for most of our recipes, Northern Brewer being the, the leader in carrying tons of different malts, you can probably usually match up not only the exact malt, but the manufacturer. You can get everything there. Yeah. And that it's interesting the, the head color in the beer that you highlighted earlier, Justin. There may. Rogue may actually be using English roasted barley versus maybe I had American. That may attribute mm-hmm. to some of it, as Jamil was saying, that the right. roasting process can make did, a difference there. They, so I think they said something about Beeston's. Maybe they did. I'm forgetting that part. I'm trying yeah. to remember who said Beeston's. Mm. On some beer, I was looking up something. I don't know. I saw Beeston's, and I'm thinking, well, Beeston's doesn't make that anymore. I, I can't remember what it was. Hmm. Is that an English malt company? I've never even heard of it. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. All right. And the other question, Nate, was about brain oil. Oh, really? People want to what know. What do they want to know? I, nothing, really. They just want to oh. know anything about brain oil. Does it still Brainoil. exist? Brainoil.com. You can go there and find out. Yeah, we played a show a couple weeks ago and then one the week before that. We play every so often. We got a new LP coming out in okay. a month or two. It's getting mastered right now, so we finally uh, finished it up. So. Right. Slow asses that we are. I'm doing most of my time brewing and not uh, behind the guitar, so... Yeah. yeah, and will there be a Nathan Smith appearance at BNA six in our in our band with Definitely. JP? Yes, yeah, there will be. Okay, yep, good. Our, our drummer John, I think, will will go great with you. It's John Schumann. It's Shoe Light. Oh, you know? perfect! Yeah, and, he'll have fun with it. He can just relax. Oh, that kid can rock. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I think if you want to give him some some hardcore metal, he'd be happy to play. No, it. me and JP and Shoe Light need to practice like starting now, and we'll make something kick ass for everybody. Okay, all right. Yeah. That's about it from the chat, guys. All right. So that's it. Uh, you know, another another fine uh, beer cloned, even though I disagreed. Uh, we'll call that right. one cloned. Yeah, and, you lost. Uh, I lost. I lost Cliffhanger cloned. Yep, yep, uh, cliffhanger. Not sure you uh, convinced yourself, actually, but yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Not winning. No, we'll, we'll call that cloned. All right. So uh, another another fine episode, and uh, if you're listening live, stay tuned for Tasty's Big Girls coming up next. Yeah, Tasty's the Big Girls coming Tasty up. Tasty's yeah. the Big Girls right. coming up next. Uh, <laughs> and if you also get a chance, uh, cruise by the Brewing Network store. Lots of good items in there that uh, help go to support this uh, fine programming uh, like you just heard over the last hour. <laughs> Except for, some, some Except of the, other for crap. the bad stuff. Yeah. It's all yeah. the good stuff that Please you ignore that. Fine, yeah, ignore fine the, program. Ignore yes. the bad stuff. Fine program. All right. Until then, I'm Bruce Strong. And often. 